More and more businesses today are learning the power of storytelling, but what does that actually mean? I knew I wanted to talk about this subject, and I knew that there was no one else that did it better than my friend, Ashley Craft, who owns a calligraphy business and is amazing at what she does. Since opening up about her story and allowing her clients to help create her narrative, her business has thrived, and I'm really excited to share today's conversation with you. In this episode, we dive into how to share your story in your business, the benefit of storytelling, and how it creates an established brand. I hope that you enjoy my conversation with Ashley, and if you like this episode, please remember to screenshot and share it on your Instagram and tag either myself or Ash so we know you love this episode and we can share it as well. Without further ado, please enjoy. Welcome to the Let's Be Honest About Business podcast. If you're anything like me, then you strive for us all to be honest with where we're at in our business rather than putting on a front. You can expect to hear about struggles and successes to everything in between from myself and others in business. I'm your host, Morgan, and through being honest with what I've struggled with, I'll be sharing practical tips on how to get out of your slumps and run the business of your dreams regardless of where you're at. Whether you're driving in your car or sipping coffee on your couch, I hope you find this information valuable. Let's hang out. Ashley, thank you so much for being on today. How are you doing? Thank you, Morgan. I am just overwhelmed and excited to really be having this conversation with you. So I appreciate so much you asking me to um, be on here and really share this, this topic that is so near and dear to my heart. Oh, absolutely. And I know that we are talking, we are getting a little bit into a conversation before, um, before we hit record, but um, we had just said that we were talking about how, you know, when I reached out to you, this kind of just confirmed everything that's been going on. We'll talk a little bit more about your rebrand and what you're doing in mm-hmm. your but, um, but I'm really glad that this, this, um, me asking you to do this was confirmation for you that you're in the right direction. And so I'm really excited to get into our conversation today and for everybody to learn from you. But before we get started, do you mind telling everyone a little bit about yourself? Um, you know, what you do, how you got started, all of that. Sure. I would love to. So I, obviously my name is Ashley Craft, Ashley Margaret Craft. I was born and raised uh, just south of Boston, Massachusetts. Um, I will forever be a New Englander at heart. And I live currently in Louisville, Kentucky with my husband, Joshua. I own and am the calligrapher behind the scenes of Ashley Margaret. It is my brand new business that I am rebranding from Letter and Not Co. And really, I'm so excited to rebrand and um, the whole rebrand was just part of this whole topic that we are talking about in regards to intertwining your story with your business. Um, I do work in full-time corporate America right now in sales and account management in the IT staffing world, but really the meat of this in regards to how I got started. So I honestly, Morgan, if I can tell you, I always thought I would be 21 I'd be married and I'd have five kids and my life would just be full of kids running around the house. And I never thought I would ever be a businesswoman, which is really funny because I grew up with a dad who is a carpenter. Um, I watched him for his whole entire life provide for our family through owning his own business. And really he's just kind of a wild man, but he, he's just so funny, but he, brings beautiful things to life with his hands through carpentry. And I feel like 
I am carrying on his legacy, but just with a different medium with, with my dip pen. Um, so I love that. Um, but the first time I ever picked up a dip pen, my ex-fiance had actually given it to me, um, which is another story for another day. Uh, but I had no idea how to write with it. So I finally invested in a dip pen calligraphy workshop hosted by a fellow calligrapher here in Louisville. Um, and really with a lot of hard work and practice, I started to grow my style and my talents and took the plunge to start my business in February of 2017. Um, I didn't start it because I wanted to make an impact. I didn't start it because I was going to make this huge business. I started it because we were just starting our debt-free journey and I was like, I need to make extra money. So what can I do and what talents do I have? And it has truly, this business has grown into so much more along the way as I have shared my life inside of it. And I'm just so proud of it, but really excited to see what is next. So. I hope that answers your question to tell everyone a little bit about myself and, and all of that. Oh my gosh. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's really funny that you mentioned that you had this idea of how your life was going to play out and it just is not, you know, what you pictured maybe mm -hmm. at least right now. Um, I think that's so funny because we all at, at one point or another have this idea of what, what life is going to look like. And then yep. life throws us some curveballs. Um, so, but that's so awesome too, to know that your dad has kind of inspired your um, drive along with your debt-free journey. Yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Because I know that's a huge part of what you talk about in your, in marketing your business. <laughs> yes, it, it's a massive part and we will actually, so this is the year we will be debt-free. Um, 2019 is just we are so excited for it, but it's really funny that we're having this podcast interview now because on February 17th, is, it marks the two years that we have been on our debt-free journey. So we'll probably have spent about two and a half years in this journey when all is said and done. Um, but really, and, and I kind of dive into this a little bit more into the podcast, but I did not realize that by sharing my debt-free journey, it was going to create a core value of my business. And I'm so excited to share more about that, but, um, it's been hard, but it has completely changed our marriage. Um, we've led three different financial peace university classes that I share a lot about, and we just love inviting people into our home, um, and really hosting people. So it's been a huge blessing to be able to invite people in, share what has impacted our life. And, uh, it's, it's been a wild ride and we've done some crazy things on our debt-free journey, but it, it will all be worth it. So. Oh, for sure. And I, I mean, I know you share about this a lot, but like you're the fact that you, you, you went from working full-time in your calligraphy business to then going full-time in corporate America so that you guys can help pay down some of your debt to your husband, Joshua, um, driving Lyft and, you know, mm -hmm. all the other things that you guys have done on this journey. I think that speaks a lot to your drive, which in turn will speak a lot to your, the future success of your business. But sure. Um, but I think that also goes that that's a really great uh, value to have when it comes to running a business, um, mm -hmm. you know, and that kind of makes you more um, makes what you do more valid, you know, when you mm -hmm. run your business wisely with the money mm -hmm. that you have. So I'm excited to dive more into that in our podcast. I, mean, I can't wait to hear what you have to say. Um, what's something about you that few people know? So I 
a lot of people ask if I'm an only child because I never share about um, my siblings, but I actually have two brothers and they are twins. Um, I'm the oldest, but they are 17 months younger than me. And my mom, so she had me. And then nine months later, she found out she's pregnant with twins. But the funny thing is, is she only has one arm. So she was born with only part of her left arm. Um, so she has just been such a huge inspiration to me in how to overcome life when the deck is stacked against you. And it seems like the odds are just not in your favor. And I mean, she has a prosthetic arm and she overcame just people ridiculing her or making fun of her. And she's just resilient and determined and brave. And I just love her, but she'll pull a 20 pound turkey out of the oven with no problem because her right arm is like made of steel. But, um, she is, I, I don't know that a lot of people know just a little bit about her story and how really she impacted me and just taught me so much about resiliency and determination and really, um, changing your story when, when the odds are stacked against you. So my goodness, <laughs> bless your mom. That is yes. incredible. It's really fun because I am super blessed and my husband is blessed as well. We both have parents that have been married for almost 35 years, um, each of them. And I just remember seeing such a picture of them too. And my dad would drive and my mom would sit next to, to him in the passenger seat and he would hold her arm um, and just watching him love her fully for who she is. I think that that has really impacted my marriage as well. Um, so I don't think we realize how much those little moments that you see people around you really do impact you. So um, yes, that's a, something that I don't think a lot of people know about me. That's awesome. I love it. Well, thank you for sharing that. So I kind of want to shift the direction of our conversation and kind of get into our topic for today, which is awesome. sharing your personal story, intertwining your personal story in your business and why that's important, using it to your advantage when it comes to marketing and how to book your dream clients basically from that. Mm -hmm. I can honestly say, I feel like I already know you so well because of what you share on Instagram. <laughs> so talk to me a little bit about your method of sharing. Ideally, what types of things do you like to cycle through sharing and how do you mm -hmm. feel to help you when it comes to growing your business? Sure, sure. So I think it's interesting because as I mentioned earlier, I didn't start this business and I didn't start, I just rolled my Instagram platform from my personal platform into my business. And it was just, I kind of feel like Taylor Swift where I feel like I grew up with Taylor Swift as she would sing her songs. But I feel like my audience has grown up with me as I have grown in my business. So it's really, really fun to um, talk about the things that I cycle through because um, it's, it's changed a little bit, but still the heartbeat is the same. But um, right now, and it, it obviously could change just with what, what happens in our lives when we have kids or life circumstance changes, but um, really there's five main things that I specifically try to circulate through my stories and my Instagram right now in this season of life. And it's marriage and my husband, our debt-free journey, stories of my clients, my faith in Christ, and then the behind the scenes and really tips and tricks for, um, clients or, or other small business owners. So those are the things that I would say I filter through and, um, scatter around. I love that you mentioned that your audience has grown with you and that you, mm -hmm. um, you know, that's changed with how you've changed. I, that's, I love that so much about, that's the nice thing about owning a business is that we can, we, we can, you know, 
our, our audience and our business can change with how we change. And it's not always going to be the same, which is hopefully yes. encouraging to people who are like, Oh man, I'm not booking clients or, you know, I, I wish I could charge more or I wish I could see mm-hmm. this um, change in my business, whatever it is that they want to see. So hopefully yes. that's encouraging to our listeners. But how did you arrive to those five things that you share? Yeah, I, I think that they're just a really integral part of who I am and they're really core values of, of what I believe. Like marriage will always be something that is a high value to me. And my husband is, outside the Lord, my number one. Um, our debt-free journey is just, it kind of happened. And I'll dive a little bit more into that, um, into our, our next question. Um, but really, that's a huge part of our lives. And as I mentioned earlier, it's become a core value of my business to run a successful business debt-free and without credit cards. Um, and then stories of my clients. I'm just so passionate about sharing their stories. Um, and then obviously my faith in Christ and behind the scenes and all just really, it comes naturally to who I am. So I want to encourage you that if you're trying to force something, it's, I just want to remind you that people want to see you. Like they don't want to see you trying to be this other calligrapher, this other photographer or chef or real estate agent behind the scenes. Like they want to see you and, and they can tell when it's not real. So I think that this is just the real parts of who I am. Oh, for sure. And and the idea of that is um, to repel and attract. And so if you're sharing mm-hmm. who you are, you're going to obviously repel people who, who, you know, wouldn't work well with you anyway, and would be a bad experience mm-hmm. for you and also that client, but also you're attracting people who work incredibly well with you and yes. love you and will also be a part of your story. So yes, I love that you said that. Um, have you ever hesitated putting something out there? And if so, what was it? Yeah, I think um, the two parts that really I want to hit on are first, I just believe with all my heart that infusing who I am into my business has been a game changer for me. Um, I'm reading a book right now that I do highly recommend. It's called Rework. And in it, they talk about how to beat your competition. And one of the best pieces of advice that I took away from it is that you have to put every part of you into your business. And he says, the best way to decommoditize your product is to make you a part of it. No one can replicate who you are and what you bring to the table. So yes, my work is beautiful. It's unique. But 99% of my clients they want to work with me and they want to work with the products, not just the products I offer because I offer myself to them as well. Um, they've either been inspired by our debt-free journey or they resonate with my stance on celebrating life in the womb, or they want to be fighters of their marriage. Um, and so I think that those things have really allowed my clients to, to be a part of my story. But second, Um, what I know to be true is that at the heart of storing storytelling are people just like me and they have a longing to be captivated, to be invited in, to be a part of something greater, to be surprised, um, to be known, to be understood, and really to ultimately find a place where they can feel like they're sitting across from the table saying, Oh my gosh, Ashley, like that's me too. Let me tell you my story because yours resonates so deeply with me. And the, the biggest part of this is that the greatest gift I can give my tribe and my audience and my clients 
is not the ability to see me in my business, not to see Ashley in my business, but to see themselves and to see their story in my business. Um, and one of the books that, that I've recently read, uh, Donald Miller's book, Building a Story Brand, literally the opening statement of his best-selling book is, you are not here to tell your company's story because that would be a waste of time. Customers don't generally care about your story. They care about their own. And I think you have to, as a business owner, allow people to see themselves in what you're sharing or they're not going to care because at the end of the day, people want to, to be invited in and, and to be known. So um, I think that those are really the important pieces um, to intertwine, intertwining your story is to not have them know you, but to allow them to see themselves in your business. That's so good. Um, and I've actually read the business or uh, the building mm -hmm. a story brand uh, yes. book and it's incredible. I think a lot of people don't understand that storytelling mm -hmm. is actually what, you know, makes a successful business. Um, but yes, clients want to be, you want to make your clients the hero of your story. Um, yes. Which is what basically what you were alluding to. Um, we're shifting away from the idea of advertising our business, you know, like paying for ads and, um, you know, rather than like for me, for me, for example, as a wedding photographer, rather than me saying, oh, hey, get $100 off when you book by February 20th. Um, if I can share my story, that makes more yes. of an impact than like a paid ad. And so I love that there's this, there's this shift going on in our industry of people who are, who are realizing that storytelling matters so much more than yes. any, mm -hmm. any price that you can put on a product or service or, um, you know, any, any item that you offer. So let's go back to that question. Have you ever hesitated putting something out there? I mean, you're very open and honest when it comes to sharing your story. And, um, and some of the things you share, I would imagine feel extremely personal to you. So, sure. um, so yeah, I'm just curious to know if you have hesitated putting anything out there and if so, what was it? And do you recognize the benefit of it in the end? Yes. Yeah, so I would be lying if I said, I always feel so great about sharing all these things I share. I mean, <laughs> would I even be human if I said, Oh no, I feel so great about all of it. Um, so yes, I'm a human behind the scenes and there are times where I'm like, Oh my gosh, Ashley, like, what are you doing? Like these people don't need to know this, but, um, I think one of the examples and I'll come back to sort of, um, really we'll touch on it later, but obviously number one is our debt-free journey. And I think a lot of people have a lot of shame around their debt and just guilt. And we did, I mean, we had, we sat down seven months into marriage thinking, Oh my goodness, the best of our life has just started. And we wrote down all of our debt and we had $150,000 plus in, in, in debt. And we were just brokenhearted and scared and we just didn't even know where to start. And um, as I started to first really share about our first financial peace class, I just had, I remember the first time I opened up, I had hundreds of messages of people saying, oh my gosh, I have I have debt too and I'm scared or I don't know what to do or how are you doing this? You paid off this amount. And it was a very small amount at the time. Um, and I was just like, Oh my gosh, people are, are craving people being real and honest and, 
um, seeing themselves in my story um, because they're just like me and they're out there and they're scared and they don't know what to do. And um, so, yes, I was terrified to scare that, to share that. But ultimately, as I mentioned earlier, it has turned into one of the biggest core values of my business in regards to living a debt-free life because ultimately it's, it's us choosing to steward well the money that the Lord has given us. Um, so we want to do that both in our personal life and in our business. So we have to take care of our household first and then really run a successful, creative, flourishing business without credit cards and, and debt-free. So um, it's turned into a core value. And I just think that that's so incredible how the Lord took that that way. Um, but I run my biz debt-free and I move at the speed of cash in, in the words of Dave Ramsey. <laughs> um, but um, I'm super excited because, and we'll kind of go into this later, but at the end, at the beginning of March, I'll be sharing a journal post on my brand new website with uh, another creative who actually just quit her corporate America job and went full-time with her business because they became debt-free and we'll be busting down the myths of having debt and having credit cards in a creative small business. So cannot wait to share that, but you'll have to wait for, for that. <laughs> totally. Well, and by the time your episode comes out, then you'll be able to yes. uh, and see that you've shared that, but I mm-hmm. Love that. Um, And I think that's really good that you said that, Ashley, because I think a lot of people, when they first start a business, they're like, oh, I need to get a loan or need to, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I need to, I need to get a credit card. I need to invest, quote unquote, in this business. But I think there's something to be said about running a business um, debt free and making sure that you buy as you go rather than like, you know, I think our build businesses build with us. You were kind of alluding to that earlier, how your, your audience has grown with you and it's changed as you, you've changed as well. Um, but the same thing goes for running a business. I think it's good actually to start small. Um, because if you can do a lot with a little, then you can end up doing a lot with a lot. So, Mm -hmm. um, and how are you to know how to manage that money or whatever it is in your business? Um, Mm -hmm. you know, if you don't know how to manage the small things at the beginning. So. Sure. And I think also, yeah. And I think the second piece to that is, you know, that's kind of an easy thing that I've shared because it's not as personal, but there's been a lot that I've shared as well. Like my heartbreak with my engagement breaking off and sexual abuse I've experienced in the past and the really hard stuff of marriage and, Yes, it's it's all been hard and but we'll kind of go into this in the next section but you have to know why you're sharing it and what impact you want to make to know what's appropriate to share. Um so I think that that's a really key piece of it is I'm not just sharing these things because I want the whole world to know I I want to make an impact in a specific way so this is why I'm choosing to share this. For sure. For sure. Um, what are some tips you have for other business owners who maybe hesitate sharing their life on social? Sure. So before I start this, I want to read the definition of a brand from entrepreneur.com. And it says your brand is your promise to your customer. It tells them what they can expect from your products and services and it differentiates your offering from that of your competitors. Your brand is derived from who you are, who you want to be, and who people perceive you to be. So with that definition, I read that and I was like, okay, who am I? Who do I want to be? And who do people perceive me to be? So I really want to, you know, 
in regards to sharing tips, it's, I really just want to ask the, the creatives and the small business owners listening just some questions and um, just cause you to think um, a little differently. But um, how, as a small business owner, if you aren't sharing really what's important to you and what your values are, how are people going to know who you are? How are they going to know who you want to be? if you don't tell them who you are and who you want to be. So I think there's a a really double-edged sword in that, that for people to know who you are and who you want to be, you have to share that. Um, But also if you're not really sharing and allowing people the margin to see themselves in your stories and in your business and in your work and find a piece that they can relate to, um, you're not making an impact because it's all about you. And I think that that's where we were talking about earlier with Donald Miller, where he opens his book with people shouldn't be seeing you in your business. They should be seeing themselves inside of the story you're telling in your business. Um, So I really want to ask you, like, what do you have to lose? Um, What if you try something and it works and people connect and they, they start understanding the value and they start knowing who you are and where you want to be. Um, but I think as, as I was alluding to earlier, you have to know why you're sharing what you're sharing. Um, one of my, I'm going to, I call it a BHAG, but I've heard this term before and it's a big, hairy, audacious goal in life is um, I, I would love to be a writer and a speaker. Um, but because I know this and because that is part of my end goal, I am able to say yes to small opportunities along the way that will help me prepare for that. So this podcast was one of those small yeses that I said, um, but it also allows me to say really confident no's. Um, So when you are sharing parts of your story um, and when you're letting people know who you are and you know why you're sharing, it really allows you to um, say yes to the right things and no to the right things as well. Um, So I think three questions to really ask because you're not going to share, you know, if you don't have a debt-free journey, you're not going to share about that. If you don't have the things, um, you know, that are similar to my story, that's perfectly fine. I think when you are sharing for impact, you have to ask yourself what works, what works for me and what is my why? And so where I was alluding to earlier, um, you really have to be yourself because people can, can sense that fakeness or just that ingenuity, ingenuity, (laughs) Uh, sorry about that, um, that ingenuineness that, that you have, I think you really have to figure out what works for you. Um, it doesn't have to be the same things I share, but it does have to make an impact for your end goal of, of where you want to be and what impact you're trying to make. So I really just wanted to pose some questions there and make it kind of conversational and um, just cause the listeners to really think there. Awesome. I love that so much. Um, and you did allude to this is my next question for you is what's the best way to share for impact. You did, um, you talked about this a little bit in your last question that you answered for me, but is there anything else that you want to add to that? Sure. Um, so as I mentioned earlier, you have to know what impact you are wanting to make. Um, so the things that I share really there are reasons that I'm sharing them and and there's a specific impact that I want to make by sharing them. Um, And as I mentioned, it helps clarify decisions that I make in my business when I know what my impact is and what I want it to be. But really there are three main things that I, I just want to hit on. 
Um, and, and I kind of get fired up on this topic um, because I'm just so passionate about it. But one, and it's something that a dear friend in college in a really hard season of my life, she shared with me. And she told me that sometimes in life, we have to give people the gift of going second. And we have to allow, allow them to borrow your belief when they don't yet believe it for themselves. And I just, it took me a while, probably a couple of years to really understand what that meant. But I want people to feel like they have a place with me where they can come and not have their guards up. I want them to feel like they can come and share what's really going on in their life. Um, and as I'm calligraphing for them, or working with them for their wedding pieces or whatever that looks like that, that they have a friend in me who is walking with them. Um, so when I share my debt-free journey, um, I want them that, that girl who's just on the point of, I feel so burdened by our debt. I don't know what to do. I want to share my story and be vulnerable first so that she has that gift of going second and being like, I can see myself in your story and I know what it's like to be burdened. I think I can do it because I'm seeing Ashley do it or that girl who's, who's been abused. And I share about seeing a counselor and the struggles in my marriage. I want that girl who has that story to say, it's okay for me to go and seek help. I am able to do this because she's giving me that gift of going second. Um, the person who is a brand new wife and she's sitting there crying at 10 PM because she just had a fight with her husband and she's just, feeling like such a failure. I just want to speak into her that marriage is hard <laughs> and that if, you know, if, if she can hear my story, that she has that gift of going second to know that it's okay to struggle through that first year of marriage and it's perfectly normal and there's community around you or um, specifically with small business creatives. Um, you know, I'm working full-time in corporate America right now and I feel like there's a lot of stigma around being a small business owner and working in full-time corporate America. And I feel like people don't take you as seriously, but I want to give people the gift of going second in Holy Toledo. Like Ashley's doing this and she's making it successful. Like I can totally do this too and hit our dreams. And maybe someone loves their corporate America job. But I think that giving people the gift of going second and being vulnerable and sharing is so important. And, you know, it's just something I'm starting to learn. Um, but the second piece is um, storytelling has to be from a real and raw and genuine place. And, and we've sort of touched on this where it has to be you and it has to be um, something that is personal to you. And it can't be trying to talk about things that other people are sharing. It, it just has to be from a real, raw, genuine place, really from your life. Um, but the, the, the other part of rework that I mentioned um, and I do this a lot in my business is, is kind of take a stand on things. But um, <clears throat> the, the writers of that book talk about how to draw a line in the sand and how that creates super fans. Um, so what I mean by that is taking a stand on something. So um, great businesses have a point of view and they don't just offer a product or service. Um, I think as a business owner, people need to know what I'm willing to fight for and the world needs to see that. And a strong stand is how you're going to create super fans. They will point to you and they will defend you and they will spread the word about you further and wider and more passionately than any advertising could. 
And it's, it's funny because strong opinions aren't free and you'll probably turn some people off. And if no one's upset by what you're saying, you're probably not pushing hard enough and you're probably a little boring. <laughs> um, so for example, and I'll give you kind of a, an example of something I shared. So in the last couple of weeks, just with everything happening with New York, I, I just stand my, I shared my stands on being pro-life and there were people who disagreed very publicly and very harshly with what I, I shared. Um, but it was really interesting as I was working at my corporate America job, I just saw the comments come in about people defending me and fighting for me and standing up for me. And I just, I know that in our culture, people want to please everyone and have everyone agree with them. But I think more than anything, people want to be around and be inspired by people who are not wishy-washy and they are firm in what they believe. Um, I think that there's something really attractive about that and just no one wants to, to really follow someone who's like, oh, I think I believe this, but maybe tomorrow it'll change. I think our generation needs to stand firm on what they believe, no matter what, no matter what stance that is. Um, but I think the third thing, and, and this really in regards to the best way to share, share for impact, um, and it's going to get a little personal for me just in, in my faith, but at the end of the day, and I touched on this briefly with Donald Miller, this business is not about me. To share for impact, it has to be about others and having a genuine desire to offer them something of value, something that makes them think differently, something that gives them a seat at the coffee table, and something that feels, makes them feel like they are a part of your story. Um, and as a, a believer and as a disciple of Christ, my overarching value and belief that I run through every DNA strand of my business is my faith in Christ. Um, and I think as I look at Jesus's life and I want to model my life after him and we're in this world of numbers and, oh, I have this many followers or this many likes or comments and it's just numbers, numbers, numbers. I just look at the life that Jesus lived and he discipled 12 people. He chose to invest and to speak into and to tell stories to 12 people. And so I want to say to the person with 12 followers and I want to say to the person with 12,000 followers that Jesus impacted the whole entire world by investing in 12 people. So it's okay to grow slow and it's okay to grow well. And it truly is okay to be faithful with what you have and share for impact with that 12 or with that 12,000 or 120,000. Um, <clears> but the, the final and third book that I want to reference is The Gospel Comes with a House Key. Um, Rosaria Butterfield writes, when Jesus walked the earth, he wasn't afraid to touch hurting people. He drew people in close. He met them empty and he left them full. He turned everything upside down. And for me as a small business creative, who is also a Christian to share for impact, I have to model my business after the life of Jesus. Um, he walked the earth and he went where no one wanted to go. He was not afraid to touch hurting people. Um, he, those hurting people were outcasts and lepers and the unclean and the liars and the thieves. And they weren't the people who were always the most popular. Um, but he really drew those people in close and he invited them into his story. Um, 
And I just think that is so powerful because at the end of the day, when he turned everything upside down, he didn't just offer me or you a second chance or a new slate. Um, he offered them himself and he gave of himself for us. Um, so I just think that that's so powerful and that's how I want to model my business and I'm completely imperfect at it. Um, but when I go back to scripture and I look at a passage that has really impacted my life and I, I seek to, to run my business for impact through storytelling, first Corinthians two, one through five comes to me and the, the big part of it is I resolved to know nothing while I was with you, except Jesus Christ and him crucified. I came to you in weakness and with great fear and trembling. My message were, was not with wise words or preaching, but with a demonstration of the spirit's power so that your faith might not rest on wisdom, but on God's power. And at the end of my life, when I look back on my business, no matter how many years or decades the Lord gives it to me to steward, I hope that I can confidently say that I resolve to know nothing with you, with my followers, with my audience, except Jesus Christ and him crucified in my business. And um, at the end of the day, that's, that's the big impact that I want to have is, is having him be known in what I do. Um, so I know I kind of took it a, a little different way, but I think that those three pieces, as you're looking to share for impact, um, are give people the gift of going second. Um, <clears throat> and then storytelling. And then it's, it's just not about me. Yeah, for sure. Oh my gosh. For anyone who's listening, you need to just rewind five minutes and <laughs> re-listen to that again. That was you met, you said a lot of really valuable things. Honestly, being vulnerable first creates a space for people to feel safe and um, to draw more people to you. Um, but also people who want impact and for you to share for impact, strong stand equals super fans. I love that. I actually mm -hmm. see what happened when you shared your um, your mm -hmm. and what happened with New York. And it was really cool to see how people just like stood up for you. But, but at the same sense, I just also want to say you were, um, you handled that situation with class. And I think that, um, speaks a lot into who you are. Thank you. you know, rather than you just saying, you know, going, flying off the handle and, um, sure. You know, responding in you know maybe like a hurt tone or whatever so that is awesome and I totally agree with that and also not only that your strong stand creates uh, potential clients who are like I want to work with you it doesn't matter what the cost is it doesn't matter mm -hmm. how long it takes or how short it takes like I like I need to have you um, yes which is awesome and then grow slow and well that we were talking a little bit about this, um, a little bit earlier, but yeah, if you can, you're not going to know how to handle a thousand followers if you don't even know how to handle 10. And so, mm -hmm. um, the same goes for finances or, um, you know, maybe a situation in your marriage or, um, you know, whatever it is, you, it, it's so encouraging, you know, not only to me, but I'm sure a lot of people who are listening, you know, who are like, I'm not where I want to be yet. I, I haven't met my booking goals. I, you know, I don't have as many followers as I'd like, whatever, whatever it is, you, 
what you have right now, you can use to your advantage to grow for impact and grow slow. Because if you can, we, we said this before, but if you can do a lot with a little, you can do a lot with a lot. Numbers don't mm-hmm. matter in the grand scheme of things. And but impact does. And so if mm-hmm. you have 10 followers, you can create impact. It doesn't matter. Um, so that was, that was amazing. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. Thank you. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, well, I'm really excited for you and the journey that you're on and, you know, just, just to see, continue following you and see where you're, what you and your hubby are up to. And are you guys going to be um, doing anything to celebrate once you uh, pay off your last uh, loan? Well, I love celebrating things and marking things in time and commemorating them. So we're still kind of tweaking out. I'm a little more on that side than my husband. So I'm trying to push him into uh, something fun for it. Um, But what I do know is we will be going to do our debt-free scream. So we cannot wait to do that and just meet Dave Ramsey, the man, the myth, the legend. Um, But yes, we're still figuring that out. Um, So we will let you know (laughs) once we know. For sure. That's amazing. Um, What's something that you're currently working on that you're really excited about? Sure. Well, I am just over the moon, as we talked about very at at the beginning was my rebrand. And really towards the end of 2018, I had started to share so much of my personal life and my business. And my business just started out with a lot of wood signs and, and hand calligraphed pieces on wood. And it has just grown so much from where I started in 2017 to where I am now that I knew I had to make a change and it, it just did not reflect who I am. So all of that to say my rebrand and my brand new website is launching the first couple of weeks in March. And I cannot wait to share what I've been working on. Um, that's probably the, the thing that takes up the most of my time right now is I am um, moving towards that launch, but that's pretty exciting. That's awesome. Well, where can everyone find you and follow your awesome personal life and work? (laughs) Sure. So my Instagram, I'll start there because we live in an Instagram world. Um, My Instagram is at Ashley Margaret Craft and my new website will be ashleymargaret.com. Um, so that is where you can find me and where you can find my work and my stories. And I love to connect with people there. So feel free to pop in my DM, say hi, let me know what you loved from this podcast. And I'd love to hear a little bit about your story as well. I love that. Ashley, thank you so much for coming on. I can't obviously thank you enough. This was incredible. And I know I learned a lot and I know our listeners are going to learn a lot. And I just love your heart and everything that you are working on and how you share. I think it's incredible. And I just want to encourage you to keep it up. I think it's awesome. Thank you so much. I so appreciate you inviting me on. And as I always say in our debt-free journey, the, the best is yet today and it is to come. So I appreciate you letting me live present today and getting excited for what's to come. Thanks so much for listening. For more information or to learn a little bit more about me and my brand, you can follow me on Instagram at Lady Ilg. That's L-A-D-Y-I-L-G. Or visit LadyIlgPhotography.com. If you have any questions you'd like me to answer for you on a future episode, simply email me at morgan at ladyilgphotography.com with your question, and I'd love to answer it for you. Your questions are encouraged and welcome. I look forward to showing up on another episode soon.